and welcome to the podcast. Um, this is a Phil Instatake on the final episode, nay, final season of Game of Thrones. Um, so if you haven't watched that show, probably don't listen to this podcast. Um, just a bit of uh, a bit of a warning. Obviously, I am uh, in my car, so hence the background noise. So um, obviously, not ideal. But I do want to give you my feelings, thoughts and opinions on this uh, last episode and probably overall of the very last season of the epic Game of Thrones. So what did I think? It was okay. Right, like the finale was okay. To contextualise this, I've actually quite enjoyed this season um, as individual episodes. And I've given most episodes in this season kind of an eight a nine and you know even for for the long night i think i gave that a 10 uh, i know that may be controversial to some because a lot of people weren't fans of that episode or thought it was too dark or whatever i really liked it i also really liked um last week's episode the bells uh i thought as a single episode of television it was phenomenal it was tense there was death there was surprise you know, it really, really did push the envelope of what you can do and what you can achieve on TV. So, individually, I've really enjoyed every episode of this season. As a whole, at the season as a whole, I can see why it's been a letdown to many. Um, it doesn't hold together very well. It's very rushed. There, are, There is effectively two seasons worth of material in this season alone. Um, which meant that certain choices, such as Danny turning evil, um, has had to be rushed. Now, look, if you look back through the series, for sure they layered a lot of this in. However, you know, <clears throat> I think with more episodes, this could have been masterful, but it wasn't. So overall, um, I think the season has probably ended up to this last episode as a, as a high, maybe a high six, maybe pushing a seven, right? This last episode is kind of an episode of three parts, right? So the first part is for sure, um, yeah, the Danny John ending of last week's massacre of King's Landing. And do you know what? I like that. There was some fantastic, iconic imagery in there from from Drogon being under the rubble and, and shaking steel to to Drogon destroying the Iron Throne to Drogon giving Danny a, a set of wings to Drogon having a, a face-off with Jon Snow. Lots of Drogon, which is always a good thing. Um, but actually, do you know what? Jon trying to keep that loyalty, Tyrion persuading him or helping him see sense, all of that stuff was really good. And actually, when Jon finally kills Danny. Logically, thematically, and storyline-wise, it makes total and utter sense. Was it the most unexpected sequence? Hell no. Uh, I expected that 100%. And in fact, pretty much from kind of when they started layering in the fact that she was going to turn evil, you kind of got the fact that John was going to be the one that killed her. So I kind of got that. You kind of expected that, which is a bit of a shame. I wasn't a fan of the two-week time jump. Now, on Facebook, um, uh, Facebook friend uh, Julian um, said, and I, I can't disagree, that actually there's a really interesting period of time here. There, there's like, you know, John getting arrested. Why 
um, Grey Worm doesn't kill John initially after he sees that um, he's killed Danny. You know, the, the, the whole kind of Northmen still being in there with the Dothraki and the Unsullied, that kind of unease, that tension, potentially even kind of, you know, while John's a prisoner, that, that kind of did the North kind of fight back or guerrilla warfare and all these tactics. No, actually, there was a really interesting story in those two to three weeks. What we got was a very hard cut to John, uh, sorry, to Tyrion and Grey Worm and all the houses. Now, again, it's not the worst thing and thematically it probably makes sense. But was I a fan of everyone sitting around basically picking who was going to be king? It just feels a little bit meh. You know, Potentially that could be done in a far, far better way. Um, that said, there was some, there was some definitely some, um, some comedy in there. Um, Sam and the suggestion of democracy, which was, you know, laughed off. And I think in this current world, laughing off democracy is, is probably quite fair. Um, I thought there was, uh, you know, an interesting power dynamic with Sansa declaring the independence for the North, and then from that you know, becoming Queen of the North. Um, I thought there was some interesting tensions around kind of the supporters of Danny. So, um, uh, Greyjoy, um, Yara, sorry, completely forgot her first name. So Yara Greyjoy, I thought that was really interesting. Um, and obviously, you know, not that he said anything, but House Dawn, who we know were a big supporter of Danny. So, you know, some really interesting stuff there. Um, but ultimately, I'm very meh about Bran being king. Um, much like Bran is very meh about Bran being king. Because if you look at it, you know, some of the later scenes, he just doesn't forget. Um, so that seems okay. Um, and then you kind of go forward, and then you kind of get the, the the Return of the King style, 42 different endings for different characters. Um, in short, Arya going off to sail the world seemed a bit weird. It's something she'd never mentioned before. Um, in um, the podcast that I listened to... Um, Bald Move, where the unofficially official Game of Thrones podcast, they talk about, you know, how it would have been cool to have Arya walking the land as a kind of a, a Westerosian Batman. I love that idea. I love the fact that Arya could have been, like, the protector of the, the, the little. Um, because, you know, yeah, you might have a new king and, and everything else, but let's be honest, that place is still going to go to shit. Uh, I love Sansa being crowned King of the North, Queen of the North. Sorry, I thought that was really well earned, um, and I think she's really earned that. Bran not interested in being king. Well, I'm not interested in him being king, so we've got something in common. Um, but the small council sequence with Tyrion, Bronn, Sam, uh, um, uh, bloody Onion King, whose name Davos completely escaped me. Um, you know what? That was funny, and that was kind of pure early days Game of Thrones, right? You know, it was funny, it was bitey, it was, you know, it shows that actually, you know, Westeros is probably in safe, if somewhat quirky, um, uh, hands. John reuniting with Ghost was okay. Um, I think it would have been better if they'd had a better send-off previously to then go on and have a you know, reunion, um, it would have meant a bit more, um, but I did love seeing John and, and Tormund back together, that was pretty cool, um, some debate about the, the ending, is John leading the wild men, um, or the wildlings, sorry, back to, uh, you know, north of the wall, or is he going with them north of the wall, I think 
that they played a bit of a dummy on Grey Worm. Um, there is no Night Watch. And basically what's going to happen is John's going to go north of the wall and live out his time with the free folk north of the wall. Um, as for Grey Worm, I'm a bit... Part of me thinks Grey Worm should have died, right? I think part of me thinks that, yes, he was serving his queen, but his queen went mental and he didn't have to be the bastard that he was. Um, but I also kind of get the fact that he survived. And I love the fact he's going back to Narth, um, where um, yeah, his, his girlfriend's people were to, to be the protector of, um, of Melisande's people, which I think is, is actually a really, really nice idea. So there's some, there's definitely some good ideas within all of this. Um, I just think the execution just wasn't there. And I think it was no reflection on, on um, Ben Offenweiss, who, who did a you know, solid job directing this episode um, and writing it. Um, I just think that this show was doomed the moment they went past the books. Not because the material got bad. I think there's been some fantastic stuff in the last two seasons. But the, the decision of like not having the books there, but also truncating the show, which could have easily lasted another two seasons, I think I think was a decision they had to make. After all, the, they had a, a, an outline from George R. R. Martin, but they didn't have much more. Now... The problem is, if they'd have then kind of filled in all the blanks around that outline and, and, and given us that 20-episode last two seasons, I think what would have happened is that you would have felt a lot of filler in those episodes. It would have not seemed particularly... Um, you know, it wouldn't have seemed particularly well put together and it would have been padded. Now, ironically, we ended up with the other problem that actually it felt far too sped up it felt far too quick and it felt like there was too much missing but I think the moment that the book the film the TV show sorry outpaced the books was the moment this show was always going to be in trouble um, because it just didn't have that that depth of source material um, and because of that you know they were left with this impossible decision um, I think they, they, they could have done with a couple more episodes I think that you know they could have stretched it out and given us a bit more detail around some of the you know slowed some things down sped some things up but for a show that never raced to get anywhere the last two seasons definitely felt rushed and this season especially you know we had two of the biggest battles in the history of the show now on that though um, so look ultimately um, the season has been entertaining as individual episodes I think it's been fantastic as a show overall as an ending to the show it's been okay um, is it the ending I would have wanted probably not but is it the ending anyone would have wanted definitely not the bugbear I have and I think this is the big one for me is so much was not paid off in this show um, the three eyed raven thing just seemed totally pointless at the end of it you know, we saw Bran walking off um, in the middle of the long night that was never paid off and in fact not really anything with the three-eyed raven was ever paid off um, and I think that's you know I think that is a challenge I think that you know that is a massive problem because it was such a focus of the show for so long it's like yay Branson's three-eyed raven no fucking idea what that actually was meant similarly with the night king and you know the all of that it just didn't pay off we spent eight years or seven and a half years waiting for the show to um waiting for the show to kind of show us what was going on and 
it kind of ended in one night. It didn't have any bearing on the wider story. It didn't really sell anything to you. And it's really strange that they built all this up, paid it off, and then that was it. There was no mention of it. There was no concerns about it. It was done. That was it. It was over. Really, really strange decision. Um, and I think kind of shows that you know George R. R. Martin was far more comfortable writing the political um, than he was writing the the, the supernatural. Um, admittedly, uh, yeah, there is no Night King in the book, so potentially all of this is going to pay out a little bit differently. And it will be interesting. I'm not a book reader. Uh, well, I am a book reader, but I'm not a Game of Thrones book reader. But it's going to be really interesting for me to kind of see how this show or how the books finish, because actually there's a lot here that I think will be more interesting in the books and pay off better. Because there is so much that this show built up and, and didn't pay off. And in the end, you know, for all of its kind of intrigue and and surprises for its red weddings and, you know, beheadings and purple weddings and, and all of that stuff, um, the show ended quite traditionally with quite a traditional narrative. Um, that was kind of, that, that wasn't really hinted at or played out how it could have been. Um, so look, I am not a hater. I individually enjoyed every single episode of this season. Um, I think overall the season has been fun. Um, it just hasn't necessarily been that kind of well-built up, well-constructed ending that I would have been looking for. So, that's my thoughts on the season finale and the season and the show of Game of Thrones. That's it. My watch has ended. The long night has come and gone. Winter's buggered off and it's summer. And I'm going to go off and watch something else. I don't know what the hell I'm going to watch now because, you know, Game of Thrones has ended. Sad times. Um, you want to find out more, check out www.philhobden.co.uk or philsquickreview.co.uk, the other web address. We're on Twitter, which is at PhilQuickReview, or you can look us up, uh, you can look the podcast up on um, on Twitter, no, uh, on um, uh, Instagram, that's the one, uh, Ross and Phil Talk Movies. Um, I will be back tomorrow with a, uh, a solo cast about my favourite Marvel films. Um, so there we go. Uh, this was my Insta Take on Game of Thrones. Thanks for listening. See you soon. Bye-bye.